Welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Day four of Radio Row at home, bringing you the biggest names, best guests across sports and entertainment. We already had on uh, Adam Kaufman, WBZ News Radio in Boston, and Phil Wills, expert mixologist and star of Bar Rescue, who hails from Essex Junction. Now we bring on former NHL and Catamount alum. It's Tori Mitchell. Spent a decade in the NHL with a couple of different teams. Tori, how are you? Very good. Very well, good. Thanks for having me, Brady. I'm glad we could get you on. You have been the elusive Tory Mitchell for, for the uh, early part of this week. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, a couple of reschedules. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. You know, it's no different than regular radio, bro. It happens all the time. Hey, first off, tell us about your new-ish business venture, Elevate 02, you've got out in Essex. Man, your new hockey facility um, seems to be blowing up. Yeah, we're doing we're doing great. Just trying to keep the uh, momentum going. We we opened up in uh, November of 2019, so it's been uh, coming up uh, coming up on two years, I guess. And uh, it's been uh, it's been great. Just training uh, training the future hockey players. Uh, uh, not just, well, right now just in Vermont because of COVID, but uh, kind of all over the Northeast. But it's been uh, it's been a pleasure to to uh, pass on all the uh, this, the information and hockey knowledge that I learned over the years. Now, obviously, you're probably getting, as you said, less clients right now because people are only able to come from Vermont. But are you getting an uptick in business because there is no hockey season going on right now? So more people are training on their own individually? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, you know, uh, the kids kind of have the hybrid thing uh, going on with their school schedules right now. So um, we're we're pretty much uh, working throughout the day, um, which normally those those uh, like 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. hours, we wouldn't have anyone on the ice, right? So, yeah, um, yeah we're getting some extra business uh, from it for sure. You know, you hired Kevin Snedden, former UVM hockey coach, your old coach. You hired him as kind of your director of hockey ops there. So, uh, you know, what went into you bringing on Coach Snedden? Uh, yeah, he was just – it seemed like a no-brainer. We started uh, kind of getting uh, overwhelmed a little bit with uh, the amount of emails and phone calls that we were getting. Um, so I reached out to him. I had no idea if he was going to attempt to continue to coach elsewhere or enjoy retirement. Um, and he said, absolutely, that's a no-brainer. I'd love to come in and chat. And it just kind of morphed from there, and now he's he's here with us uh, every day, and um, you know we're looking at potentially building more facilities across North America, and um, you know it's I don't think we we'd be able to do it without him uh, with with having me and Peter uh, Lennis, my partner, being so busy on the ice. So having him uh, making those phone calls, and obviously he's got crazy connections in the hockey world, having coached for at the D one level for over 25 years. So, um, yeah, we, we got, uh, tons of momentum with potentially, um, I guess, franchising another, uh, you know, five or six locations. So pretty cool. Now you're working with, with kids now that have hockey aspirations. What's the one thing you tell them that you wish somebody had told you when you were their age? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) It, 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 it shouldn't feel like a chore, you know, it, it should, when you come out on the ice with us, it should, it should feel like, wow, this is so much fun. So, and that's what, that's what it was like for me. I never, 
was forced um, to play hockey. You know, um, my dad built the backyard rink. I loved spending 10 hours a day on it. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, mom or dad forcing me to, to, to get out on the ice and train and train and train. It was just something that I just was passionate about and basically obsessed with. And uh, that just came naturally for me. So if, if that's, if it feels like a chore, then you're probably um, doing the wrong thing. Former UVM hockey star, NHL alum Tori Mitchell with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You know, it's been a, a broken year at the college level, but have you had a chance to uh, pay attention to UVM under new head coach Todd Woodcroft? And if you have, what have you thought? I have a little bit. Uh, they look pretty good, you know. Um, pretty tough time to come in uh, yeah. with the new coaching staff. Um with with all the uh, COVID stuff going on, so I think he's uh, he's doing his best. He's uh, brought a lot of energy to the program, and um, they got a couple transfers. I think that it, that look pretty good. Um, but yeah, they I saw that they beat Maine. Yeah, they beat at least Maine once. They're at home, but yeah. So at least they got uh, they got that first win under the belt their belts. So. We'll see when they start up again here, but uh, yeah, I, I, I keep a I keep an eye on them for sure. You know, he, from people that I've talked to, and just from me talking with Todd, um, he's running UVM like a pro program. You know, he comes from an NHL background. He uh, a number of years of NHL experience. He's treating it like a pro program. As a college player, how do you want your program run? Do you want it run like a pro style program, or do you want it to be run? You know. When I was in college, it was the coach tells you to be here, you do this, and everything is dictated to you. How do you like your college program run? Um, no, I like it like that. I mean, I, I had aspirations to play professional hockey, so um, the sooner you learn that type of schedule and you're on that type of itinerary every day, then I think uh, the better for, for the guys that have aspirations to play after college, which um, when you get to the D1 level – uh, especially in that conference, I'm, I'm pretty sure all the guys on the team want to play professional hockey in some capacity. So it's a nice thing to to get into that routine for sure. Turn to the NHL now. Can you imagine playing under these circumstances? We had the bubble for the playoffs last year, but now we've got Canadian division that you know we got. You know, all the U.S. divisions have been reorganized. Uh, we got games being canceled. You never know quite when you're playing. Could you imagine playing in this NHL right now? No, it just looks so. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> all of it, all all of this is crazy. It's new to everyone. Um, at least as a fan, it's fun to still watch them play. But I can't imagine it's very fun uh, to play in, in an empty building. Um, I know they have the the crowd noise and stuff, but you know some of those NFL games that I was watching at least you know they have maybe 10,000 fans in some yeah. of those states some of the cities like even that you can tell the energy is different you know like it, it, the guys make a play and they run up and put their arms in the air the, the defense is trying to get the the crowd into it a little bit like it, it kind of feels real again even though there's the buildings like three quarters empty yeah so I don't know it'd be nice if we could at some point this year get get the NHL to allow some fans in the building, I just don't know. I don't see it happening. But um, it was funny the other night, uh, Shea Weber's, uh, it was his 1,000th 1, 1, hockey game. Hmm. And uh, 
he was he was waving. That they did a little tribute to him before the game. He was he was he was waving to the empty crowd. And uh, all, the guy, all, the guy, both benches were like I forget, I think they were playing against Calgary. Both benches were chuckling pretty hard. He stood up. And he was waving to no one. <laughs> Tori yeah. Mitchell with us here on the Brady Farkas Show. Former UVM hockey player, NHL, a decade in the league, played professionally a little bit after that too, across a couple of different franchises. Um, since it is Super Bowl week, I'm kind of turning this back. I'm asking almost everybody this question. So. Tom Brady, 43 years old, playing in his 10th Super Bowl. He's kind of a guy that's left us all in awe. Who was a guy that you played against or came across in hockey that left you in awe? Um, probably, I mean, I didn't, my early career days, I would say Pavel Datsuk. Hmm. And then once I, once I moved uh, to the Eastern Conference, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Um, th- those two were just like, what is going on? How is this humanly possible? <laughs> um, and then, and then the latter part of my career, the last two years, Connor McDavid, I mean, no one's ever, I think he's the best player to ever play the game. Um, no one's ever had that speed and those hands at the same time. Hmm. So I think he's, uh, I think yeah, I think he's the best player to ever. I think he's the best player anyone has ever seen. So, you know, I was thinking about different, different eras, different arguments, but I just think I've, well, no one's ever seen anything like this. It's kind of the Patrick Mahomes thing, you know, we see in football, right? Like we can all acknowledge that Brady has had the better, more full career right now, but in terms of just a raw skill set, you could sit here and say we've never seen anything like Mahomes. No, no, no one has made that position look as easy as Mahomes makes it look, and, and like, and that's even comparing him to to Tom Brady. I mean, Tom yep. Brady obviously makes things look easy, but Mahomes is just like I, I, I don't. It's another switch he has. It's crazy. You know, Brady's playing at forty three, and I can at least rationalize it a bit by saying quarterback position has been made easier, right? The rules favor quarterback staying healthy. It's a little bit easier to stay upright. It's still amazing, but I can at least rationalize it. I can't rationalize what Chara's doing. I'm watching the Bruins play the Capitals the other day, and Chara is still out there, still playing. I mean, can you imagine doing what he's doing at, at 43 or 44 also? No. I mean, I'm 36, and I could not imagine doing it right now. Hmm. Um. Those, I mean, him and uh, Joe Thornton. I, I don't know how. I just don't know. Patrick Marlowe still going. I. It's just crazy with the amount of like the game has changed to all speed now, and everyone skates so well to to be out there at age forty when you're you clearly at that age you don't have the same speed as a twenty five year old is is pretty remarkable. Well, it's weird to see Chara playing for the Capitals also. <laughs> playing for the Bruins. Tori, I'll get you out of here. A couple rapid-fire-ish questions. So, uh, okay. favorite road city to play in when you were in the league? Chicago. Why? Um, it was just a really cool building. It was, uh, I don't know, it was a great city. We stayed in a great location, um, and it was a great building to play in once uh, – once they got that first Stanley Cup in was it 2010 maybe 2000 yeah 2010 
it was uh yeah it was just an electric building they play the this the crowd stands and cheers during the national anthem and they cheer mm. really loud and that is uh that is such a cool thing in sports if you haven't seen it go on youtube and check it out it's it's pretty incredible uh especially in a playoff series there favorite artist on tory mitchell's pregame playlist when he was in the league oh. I like I like all the music. I, I didn't have anyone favorite. <laughs> okay. Favorites, so. Would Would you rather win Stanley Cup or Olympic gold? Oof. Uh, wow, that's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I would say. Wow. I'd have to go with. I'll, I'll go with Olympic gold. Okay, very. I've, look, I've asked that question of lots of hockey players before. The answer always varies, so you are not the first person to struggle with that question. The goat. Okay. If you do win the Stanley Cup, what's the go-to beer that you're drinking out of the cup? Molson Canadian. Okay, another good answer. I would have gone with Coors Light, but Molson Canadian, same family, Molson Coors. Same, so. same family, yeah. So, so uh, I like that. So, um, all right, this one, no cop-outs. Not your wife and not your dad. But I've been asking everybody this question all week. It is Super Bowl week. It's all about getting on big names. The biggest name in Tori Mitchell's phone is who? Ooh. Um... Um, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to. I'll, I'll go with a hockey guy. It's probably it's probably Joe Thornton or Jeremy Roenick. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So now Tori Mitchell is off my Brady Farkas hot seat. So uh, Tori, <laughs> man, hey, we appreciate it. Elevate O two is the business. It's located on Pearl Street in Essex. It's really taken off. Um, if you are a hockey fan, if you are a hockey player who needs skill development or your kid or somebody you know does, Elevate 02 is where you want to go. So, Tori, man, we appreciate it. Appreciate uh, that you keep repping the green and gold when you're out. And uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, Brady.